Welcome to Multiple Offers, a real estate show with competing perspectives. Today, we are talking about deciphering realtor code. Put that coffee down. If you're good at something, never do it for free. How'd you get the gig? Oh, you know, they were hiring. It was only a two-week course. I will sell this house today. What are you, some kind of real estate agent? Oh, he's a realtor. There is a difference somehow. This is Multiple Offers, a real estate show. All right, guys. It's episode 60. We're here. Three of your favorite realtors. Did I say realtor? Real, Did realtor. I say realtor? Realtor. Did I really? Realtor. <laughs> my, my poor sister, because uh, my dad has said realtor his whole life, and she got into a fight when she was like little with people at school, and I was coaching her improv team, and she's like, back me up, Jeff. How do I say it? It's realtor, right? I'm like, uh, sorry. And like her whole worldview, she's like, but... My dad and my brother do this for a living, and I've been saying it wrong. How did that happen? I'm like, well, dad might have been saying it wrong, too. <laughs> my, my kid's going to be completely screwed because I intentionally say words wrong all the time. I feel like you intentionally say words wrong so that when you do say it wrong by accident, you can fall back on, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I was just being funny. <laughs> yeah, well, usually I'm funny, um, but you get your newest minister. Yeah, that's New- the one. That's the one the locals love. We, we've had some write-in <laughs> comments about you and newest minister. Newest minister, yeah. yeah. Real, real later. <laughs> we started saying real later because someone's <laughs> yeah. bus bench had it misspelled. A real, a real later. Somebody spelled it locally wrong. Locally yeah. had it, and we're like, that's that's gonna stick now. I don't remember that. That's funny. I saw a brokerage ad on like Facebook or something that is supposed to say realty, yeah. and it said reality. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one too. <laughs> All right, well, so uh, we got a big show for you guys today, a really big show. Um, really big show. Huge. We are going to be talking about what it says in the listing versus reality and not to be ris- mistaken with realty <laughs> and, and how you can maybe decipher some of those codes. Like when you see this, it means this. Um, and also sometimes when the listing doesn't match what you get through when you walk the door and, and what kind of effect that has in marketing the property. We've also got uh, Matt, I believe, has some news for us today. I'll do that. And we'll probably wrap things up with a question of the week. But uh, before we jump into it, what's been going on, guys? Oh, lots lots going on. Lots? Lots? Lots. Yeah. Um, Jared's got his intense face on. <laughs> well, uh, it's really cool. We got the video kind of working. You've got some, some new gear there. Oh, yeah. We've been working on some branding stuff. Um, we've been kind of, we got a logo for our, our Eats project. Uh, Matt and I have kind of been working on getting some hats and things like that. And I also yeah. just wanted to give a shout out to the good people at Minuteman Press. Are we doing uh, shout outs? So Patty's just been a great resource for us for all of our printing needs. Great people there. <laughs> what is uh, happening here? Do we need. Are you uh, getting paid for this? What is going well, on? <laughs> there is there is some new equipment that we need so for the podcast for relating. So I just thought maybe we could get some of that podcast money. <laughs> all that just, sweet sweet podcast just money. A, just a couple little plugs. <laughs> So anyways, today's coffee is brought to you by Minuteman Press. When did, when did Jerry become a shill? <laughs> like, what just happened? I don't know, but I like it. We just sold out. <laughs> okay. that's So that's me. That's pretty exciting. I mean, Matt's there. got Matt's ode to protein. Yeah, Matt has a lot of uh, energy drink. Yeah, or... repping my friends at Fuel Supplements. Okay. Great people. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> People are going to think that we're actually get, getting paid for this and that you two yahoos aren't just joking around. Well, maybe we'll get some requests for more plugs next episode. Okay, fair enough. Then we'll find out. Proof is in that pudding. There you go. 
I um I had a telemarketer call right before um before we jumped into this. And I have to say, I think there were some lessons in this call for anybody. None of us are realtors who do cold calls. But for all of our realtor listeners out there, if you do cold calls, I thought this guy had some pretty good techniques. He opened with, I'm calling on behalf of the cancer fund for the fire department, which immediately gets my sympathy. And I said, oh, okay, well, yeah, sure, I'll talk to you for a few minutes. And immediately he goes, you know, most of the times when I'm making these calls, people are so mean to me. (laughs) And it's so nice to hear a friendly voice on the other hand side of the phone and before that i was like how can i get this man as quickly off the phone as possible he got you and i knew it was a line i knew that he says that to everybody but i'm like oh like he totally hit my like well i want to be seen as a good person vibe and then i'm doing some stuff for uh cops for cancer at the street truck festival the they're they're locking me up and I've, I've got to raise bail for, for the cops raising for cancer, for cops for cancer. So I said to him, I said, oh, you know, in the community, I'm already doing some cancer work, um, charity stuff. And he said, that is amazing. We really appreciate you. And you know how every single penny needs to oh. be accounted for. So I was going to ask you for 100 but why don't I ask you for 75 today? And I said, you know, I'm just going into a meeting, and I'm like, my goal is to raise like a thousand dollars for cops for cancer. So um, I'm just going to hold off on that right now. And he said, okay, fine, I get it. You're super busy, and you're already committed. Why don't I just put you down for thirty? Does this guy get paid commission? I have no idea, but he would like my respect for the technique was was. Full blown. Com- like, compliment, I, compliment. Uh, give me some money. Yeah. Compliment, compliment. Yeah. Maybe a little less money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like this This was the best cold call I think I've ever gotten. So, um, and it was for a charity. I yeah. feel like that guy should but, be working for. Well, but ma- was maybe it? that's why he feels okay to just like go hard and use all everything because he's a good guy. He's doing He's doing it for the right reasons, right? If you got one of those calls, though, how, how do you know that this, like, just Give me your credit card number. I said firefighters and cancer and tri- tr- and, and charity. So Like it could be a scam? Well, that reminds Look, me of when I know? get the scam call that says, I'm calling about the status of your Visa MasterCard account. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> the sheriff has been dispatched and there is a warrant out for your arrest. But the Visa MasterCard. I, I didn't know they were partners now. Oh, I, I get the sheriff Visa. Co- I get the combo sometimes. The Visa, the visa cops. Okay. Yeah. I just like the Visa Mastercard because it's like, like um, I have one of those. Only one of you would phone me. Oh, I uh, missed that. It see? says Visa <laughs> and Ma- I yeah. missed the nuance there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I have a MasterCard. Well, yeah, I have a Visa. Like, they're different companies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is it newsy time? Let's do it. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing. And listen. I got a news flash for you, Walter Cronkite. I am enlightened. Do it live! I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. This is multiple offers, a real estate show. I don't know if you guys uh, watch the news on the television. Nope. None. No. I get, I get my news from YouTube. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> okay. Uh, Global News is doing a I don't know, a multi-part series this week. So every night they're rolling out a real estate uh, segment. 
Okay. So, so anyway, we're on night three coming up tonight to being Wednesday. So, so far, parts one and two, they're calling it Gimme Shelter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to summarize the whole news story, but one, and they're publishing it in print the next day. Right. So, uh, mm-hmm. this is from Global News uh, yesterday. And the bulk of what I'm going to get to in this news story, the headline reads, how government policies are impacting BC's real estate market for better or worse. <clears throat> and we've been trying to talk about that every time one of these policies get yeah, rolled right. out, right? What's actually going to happen. They dance around it and they don't really get into much of the meat. The one thing that stood out to me the most was they were speaking to folks that are more in line with pre-sales. And it's okay. not about how well pre-sales are doing right now, necessarily. Of course, we know they're not doing great. Yeah. But it's that, and I didn't know this was sort of the structure of financing, but the financing model around pre-sales developments is that when you go to the bank, you have six to nine months to gather about 60% of your sales. Mm-hmm. And that sort of satisfies the pre-sales financing plan that most developers want to work with. Right. So the idea that you open your pre-sales center now and you can't get 60% sold in the first six to nine months means that you don't hit your targets. Yeah. And if you don't hit your targets, you don't really want to finance it that way. That's breaking ground. Yeah, that's not how you want to run the project. So they're now delaying their projects. Exactly what you just said, Jared. They don't want to break ground. Right. They own the land. They've got their development permits. Like everything is ready to go. Yeah. And they're just putting the brakes right on and saying, well, now's probably not a good time. Not that we don't want to, but Mm -hmm. if we can't sell enough in the pre-sale, we can't fund the project and it's all just, obviously, margins, I imagine, are, it's not like they're tight. Like they make money on these developments, but, you know, $10 million can swing one way or the other pretty quickly. And it's better to, I mean, they yeah. set up their different corporations and it's better to have it funded, like lended, than than for them to put up their own cash to do it, right? Yeah, some of them don't have a their own them, cash. Yeah. Well, not it, that kind of cash. It's Yeah, I mean, it's why when the markets weren't as insane, you would get these developments where the first phase would be sold at a much lower price than the preceding phases because they needed to build up that capital and then boom, now we're ready to go. Now we've got our financing all right, now we're going to start raising prices and and make our real profit on phase two. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that needs to be rolled out in different ways now. So the the effect of these policies on new supply is is having a bigger impact maybe, right? Have you two been experiencing getting way more calls from new developments who really want you to come down and take a look at at what they've got in their package and really want to let you know like, hey, you know, we're paying the realtors really well right now. Huge bonuses on some of these places. Yeah. I haven't noticed an uptick in in the number of calls from from them. Like usually we get the call right before like the realtor launch that they do, the luncheon thing. Uh, But uh, I'm certainly getting barrage of uh, emails. I've, I've been getting more calls than normal. And for the listeners who might not know, you can always tell how well the market is going by how well the developments are paying realtor commissions. Because when the market's really good, they try to pay us almost nothing. And when the market is down, they want to be our best friends and they want to pay us way more money than we'd make on an average sale. Yeah, I got one of those calls last week. I think he was talking 30000 <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I got the same call. I was like, what are $30, you... $30,000. <laughs> it's yeah. like, how do, we, how do you explain that to your client? Yeah, I thought I thought I'd recommend you this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so anyway, that's sort of the 
one little takeaway that I hadn't noticed. Yeah. Right? Now, the argument there is that, well, the government intervention is preventing new supply because they're not going to start breaking ground and building these developments. Mm-hmm. But it's a bit of a, a lost argument there Stretch, to say yeah. that, you know, all that new supply is actually going to benefit housing prices. We don't necessarily notice that. But it's always good to add supply considering the amount of demand yeah. we have. Got sure. A ton of new rental units that have come on. Haven't really seen rental rates Ooh, go yeah, down. Yeah, we heard a little uh, bit about that the other day. We lunch, won't talk about exactly the, the development. Well, yeah. we were having lunch with friend of the show, <laughs> Mayor Jonathan Cote, which before we get too far into this, we ran into him <laughs> at North Noodle House and was Kinda like... crashed his lunch. Yeah, he was trying to have like a nice private lunch by himself and we were like, hey, come join us. Sit down with us. Like, and he, It was actually a really informative lunch. I learned a ton. The, the most vast, fascinating thing to me, though, is that one of the developments in town that had originally considered making one of their multiple towers uh, strata units yes. is now considering going to Shifting gears a bit. rental only. Yeah. That really shocked me. Yeah. Which is funny because that particular development still has two-bedroom rental units they're trying to sell. A rent. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I haven't noticed with the developments that they're... Like, a lot of them are at 50. They're They're going, but... Well, they get to make up their own mind. I mean, he said this project has the option. Right. right? The, the way that their zoning was done is they, they actually have the option. They don't need to go any for any reapplication to convert from strata to, to rental development. Hmm. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that was news. I tried to keep it brief. Uh, it's a, it, There's a multi-part series. So if you're listening, I mean, I don't know what else Global is going to come up with this week, but they're trying to ride the real estate train because uh, it's news that people always tune into. No kidding. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about MLS descriptions and uh, TLC. Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. You decide your own level of involvement. Well, I guess this is a case where we'll have to agree to disagree. I don't agree to that. Neither do I. Wrong. National debt. Wrong. Wrong. Advocate. Wrong. With that money, wrong. Lost wrong. 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 Very nice words, but happens to be wrong. You're listening to Multiple Offers, a real estate show. So has it ever happened to you, the listener, that you read the listing description, you get really excited And then you get there and you feel like you were reading something for an entirely different home. Is this the same place? Now, I guess the first question is, does anybody read listing descriptions? (laughs) (laughs) It is definitely less common, it feels like. I, I do have to confess, I don't read listing descriptions anymore unless, like, my first step is I look at the pictures then I go through all the stats, size, age, blah, 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 blah. And then if I have a question in my mind, then I go to the listing description and I'm like, well, does it say anything about upgrades or does it say? But I mean, I mean, the, the listing description is, um, I think, becoming a lost art form maybe a little bit. No, no one reads them. I mean, we're, we're cheeky with ours all the time. Sometimes it's just lyrics from a song. <laughs> <laughs> drop the, you drop a little a couple F-bombs in there. No, no one's... Nodding nope. an eyelid. Th- yeah. There's somebody who's just got a collection of New West Guy listings highlighted and is <laughs> just like, if I could go knock on their door, uh-huh. <laughs> you're going to get a really angry letter. I 10 think we, years we, did from that now. For, we did that for Penny Lane once, had some, uh, some song lyrics. I remember your good. Penny Lane <laughs> listing. I, I thought it was clever. Um, if the listeners can't figure it out, they uh, had a listing on Penny Lane and did lyrics to an old Nirvana song. We've seen all sorts of like Nirvana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
you see people writing them first per- person. I've seen like sometimes we just want to do bullet do points. You, it doesn't. You can't really write it that well the way that the way that it is with bullet do, points. But. Do you remember that company? And I won't say their name because they'll be offended. Yes, we that know. used to write first person from the home. Like, do they still do that? That no, Vancouver, those no, they 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 don't. I haven't seen it anyway. Pretty, but it used yeah, to be like lame. I'm a happy little house. And I'm looking for a family and blah, 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 blah. And the first time you see it, you're like, oh, this is kind of cute. And then the 10th time, you're like, okay, I get it. Like, <laughs> Clever. Yeah. Well, and I, for if, if I'm thinking about how descriptions are different now than they were 10 years ago, I want it to be much shorter. Yes, right? snappy, like, like for sure. Tell them what they need to know. Try not to dress it up too much. But you do want to add whatever you can yeah. in written word that can't be translated by photos. It's the funny stuff where I joked out of the coming out of the news about TLC, right? You know, there's not very many pictures of the house or there's no pictures of the bedrooms. And you're like, yeah, it just needs a little TLC. Yeah. Uh, Which, uh, if you're like Jer and you don't know what that means, uh, Tender Loving Care. The Learning Channel. Yeah, the Learning Channel. Um, are we going to go through like all the abbreviations and acronyms? I mean, we, we can have some of the more common the, ones. Yeah. Well, what? There's, there's only a certain amount of space too. So sometimes you see people just fill that whole text block up and there's so many words there and they've just butchered the English language and cut them all into yeah. short form, remove all vowels. And even that can be hard enough to decipher. Well, that that's actually a, um, my partner and I disagree on this style because oh. he would rather get more information into the listing and abbreviate stuff. And I th- think it's just a product of our times. I would rather have less information, but have it snappier and easier to read. Cause I find like the abbreviating things, it gets a little out of control sometimes where you're like all of a sudden, like an entire sentence doesn't have any just real words. Ter- in yeah. It. Ter- ter- <laughs> yeah. It almost just feels like a challenge. Yeah. You're like, okay, can I translate yeah. this? F slash P. And I mean, every realtor knows that means fireplace, but do, do, do people who are just getting started looking for a home know that F slash yeah. P is fireplace? That um, Just before we get into maybe a few of the different codes for this is a junk listing, I just want to say one of my biggest pet peeves is the all caps listing description. I don't see a lot what of I saw one yesterday. What if and I'm like, it? why are you yelling at me? Punch it Why are you caps? yelling at us, Jeff? Yeah. Well... Woo. Because I because I'm just so upset. <laughs> yeah. I um I've noticed too it was always common to write about what was nearby. Yeah. And we still say some stuff is nearby, like it's it's critical, right? No, yeah. I want to be close to SkyTrain or whatever. It feels really redundant and unnecessary though. I'm pretty much kind of feel like, well, if you've read this description, you can see the building address. Like you have Google Maps. Yeah. I, I disagree with you there. I, I like a little bit, but way less than what Well, way less. I'm not putting yeah. nothing. Like, I still want to yeah. put it in there, but you're not trying to itemize like everything my, that you thought they might not be able to figure my out. My goal is to pick a few key things that signal what your life will look like here. Like, if you're right downtown, I want to mention, hey, you walk out your front door and you are in downtown and you're blah, 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 because a lot of people coming from Vancouver, they're going to miss walking out their front door. But yes, I agree. Like we used to get like a whole paragraph. (laughs) Now I think like one or two sentences is a lot. A glimpse into your life. There are three liquor stores five minutes away from here. Two pubs. Yeah. Uh, Jer's talk. (laughs) That was a very self-reflective. Sounds like like what a great location. (laughs) Yeah. Walk score. How do you want to progress through this? Do you want to do some of the worst? Do you want to throw out some of the acronyms or? I think it would be fun to start out with, uh, a few of the codes for what means this listing is not good. Like you started with TLC. 
which I think everybody knows. Yeah. That's like the decades old one, the 80s, 90s realtor, yeah. the, the handyman we, special. Can we rate? So you see TLC, you see as is, where is, which is a little more of a legal kind of term, but but it could be like, hey, I'm not. Like how bad it, is one worse than the other? <laughs> well, that, that's something that gets on my nerves is when there are a few realtors who have started writing as is, where is on all their listings. And I think it's because some lawyer told them, hey, you need to cover your butt. But as is, where is, when I read it, is code for, hey, this place needs a lot of work. And it wasn't until I showed one of her listings recently that I'm like, this place is really nice. Like, I I thought as is, where is, Matt, (laughs) Matt's not on, do not disturb. I'm really enjoying this because usually it's my phone. Um, But I think you have to be careful not to, like, there are common phrases that mean things and to not put those phrases in your listing description and use them out of context because you put as is where is because some lawyer told you to and every other realtor and probably most of the buyers who read it are like oh okay so this place needs a ton of work well as is where is is a is a proper legal disclaimer that says you buy this it's your problem Right. What you get is your problem. So right. typically, a legal disclaimer is put in there because you're saying... Because there's a problem. There's a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that I would say, Jeremy, to answer your question, is worse. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. If I see as is, where is, I am most concerned. I'm assuming there's some big things that the seller is worried there's about. There's something in there that needs a proper legal disclaimer versus like, yeah. oh, it's a handyman special or TLC. You're like, okay. So don't just throw that one in willy-nilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, handyman special. TLC. Nobody uses handyman special anymore unless they want to be tongue in cheek. Yeah. Bring your, bring bring your design ideas. Yeah. I love the bring your fill in the blank. Like you don't see it as much anymore, but bring your work boots. (laughs) <laughs> used to get put in sometimes. <laughs> Bring your hazmat suit. And you know what? Yeah. I would like to just say exactly what it needs or what it is, but it's often the homeowner yeah. doesn't want you painting such a negative picture of sure. their home. Oh, totally. Right? Like, I'd rather just put it out there and be like, this is what you're going to be buying. Yeah. And if that, that fits what you're looking for, come on in. Because a lot of people do want to come in and do renovations. Oh, there are a mass. There are way more buyers looking for homes that need work than there are homes that need work. The problem is they want to get a discount. Yeah, heavy (laughs) discount. Yeah. Yeah. Have most of the hardwoods been discovered under the carpets? (laughs) I don't. I don't see that as much anymore. I do love how clever people think they are though when they come in. Yeah. Oh, is there hardwood? Do you think there's hardwood under this carpet? (laughs) I I always it up in the corner. I I lift the vent and then pull up. That's always my move to check for hardwood. I I haven't found hardwood under the carpet in a long time. I found hardwood in this one corner, and it's probably destroyed everywhere else. That's why they put carpet over top of it. Yeah, probably. Okay, so we've kind of deciphered that. The uh, those are, is, yeah. the, then I mean that's the the what needs updating. And then there's the the peekaboo view. Yep. You know those ones. All sorts of different ways of describing a view to try to say it has a view. So when I when I read peekaboo, or when I write peekaboo, because I I use that one sometimes, I am not expecting that I have a magnificent view anywhere. A peekaboo. A peak, a boo view, little tongue twister there, to me means there is some place in the home where you can see, in New West's case, the river. Why even bother putting it? Well, because there is some place in the home that you can see the river. If you it, turn your head sideways and or over six feet tall. Uh, yeah, usually, I mean, I don't put much weight in that. I don't I put the, a lot of the, weight in it, but they should know if there's, there are parts of the home that you can see the river, even yeah, if it's not. The, the, the zoomed in. So what about when no, you No, I'm not talking about zoomed what in. What about when you hear, like, best view? 
What if we go to hyperbole territory? So a certain amount of puffery, I think, should be expected. <laughs> <laughs> but words like best, they get under my skin. Um, unless you really are, like, there's certain complexes where, let's say you've got the penthouse for sale. And that penthouse has a, a deck that goes all the way around. I think you could say best view in the building. Like, you're the very top and you get everything. Cool. But if you're going to use the word best, <laughs> like, you, you really should have some ground to stand on, for sure. Best floor plan. Best layout. See. Very subjective. I would, if it's me, because I have some buildings that I have Great floor plans that yeah. I think are the best. But in that case, um, I would put either one of the most popular layouts, mm -hmm. or I might even put my favorite layout in the building, if that is my favorite layout. Yep. Like um, Anchor Point, the O5s. Is it the O5s that are directly on the front? That's yeah. the one you the, like. The tip That's the my favorite layout in that building. <laughs> Um, when I get those listings, I do try to make a point of the fact you know what's really that that's funny? a good list. You called it anchor point. What you actually want to say was Palace she, Key. Jameson. Oh, well, yeah, they're the same. <laughs> and I like, I, you, you are correct. I like them even better in Jameson because, um, actually, no, I prefer, I love the O5s in both, but in the anchor point, it's really my favorite layout because it doesn't get trains. And it's a whereas, dead, dead on Whereas the sides view. get nice views, but they still get trains. Get some in, train. in Jameson, you've got some other arguments. Like those back units in Jameson, the two in Dens or the three bedrooms, mm -hmm. those are probably my favorite Jameson layouts because you still get the river, you get the extra size, but then off the back, you're not looking at trains. You're looking at, at other stuff. So, no, I... I I stand by what I said. I, I meant Anchor Point. Wow. Even though Matt's point is good. For those of you who don't know, uh, 69 Jameson, 71 One. Jameson, and Anchor Point down in New West. Sister buildings, they're all, they're all the same. They're all the identical building. 1135 yeah. Keyside. Yeah. Um, okay, what were we talking so about we're before talking about we got Renovations, on bring your design ideas, yeah. do that kind of stuff. So if we're talking a language around renovations, yeah. what about uh, fully renovated? Is there criteria that has to be met? And let's not try to like make fun of everything, but genuinely, yeah. like you're reading this and it's not about somebody being superfluous. It's just, okay, they said it's fully renovated. What should the consumer's expectation be? So I, I think sometimes consumers' expectations are too high on the words fully renovated. I think sometimes fully renovated, the consumer thinks they took it down to the studs and they did everything brand new. I think to qualify as fully renovated, you need to have attacked every single room in the house and to have substantially changed it. I do think, like, I don't get particularly upset. You tell me if you disagree. Like, I've been in kitchens where they did everything in the kitchen, but they kept the original cabinets, even though they changed the doors and stuff. I have no problem with that being called fully renovated if they did a massive amount, like counters are different, floors are different, taps are different. Maybe they blew out a wall and opened it up. Like, I think that's fair. Like, yeah. substantial to Full, me as fully well. Fully renovated needs to have new new kitchens and bathrooms and, and oh, new, for and, sure, and new yeah, flooring. Yeah, I don't. I find it's fairly uh, fairly unlikely from or uncommon from from what I see that people just reface like new doors and keep the bases. Usually, yep. you see the paint job. I don't like calling that fully renovated if I've just painted. 
to me, that's fully lipstick. If they just threw a coat of paint on some laminate, all they did was paint. Yeah, they they painted the cabinets. That's not. Uh, or you see, no, people, the words they, they're looking for are freshly painted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you see that. I mean, the place we bought, they they did that, and they just you know yeah. painted everything. And obviously, it's all chipping off now. But we you know we expected that to happen. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, bathroom to be fully renovated. I want a new tub. That's a good. That that's fair, right? Yeah, yeah, new. I see a lot of bathroom renos where they keep the original tub. So if they did toilet, counters, tile, but it's the original tub, in your mind, you're disappointed. Because I don't, to me, you potentially just glossed over, like, it's not that much extra work if you're pulling the tiles mm-hmm. off to, to, to just to put a new tub in. I mean, it's a, it's, they can be cheap, 300 bucks or whatever. Like, you don't even need to get that crazy with it. Yeah. Um, but I want that out. I want to make sure that the drain's good, some, some new drainage, new, new plumbing and stuff like that. Pull the drywall. It's it's not that much extra work. I almost to do feel like there's there's these trigger words that are best just avoided, like best view. Probably the word best is just going to get you in trouble. Fully renovate. Like a word I like to put in is massive renovation. Yeah, <laughs> substantially. Like they did a ton. No, they didn't do everything, but they did a lot of work. Yeah, it's funny yeah. the nuances between one word and the next, yeah. right? And that's what you're saying when you open the segment, is that people walk into these homes and feel disappointed that yes. they've been sold this story of one type of home, and then they walk in. And it's funny, if you tell somebody that it's a full reno, yeah. they walk through and they just start picking out silly little things totally. to, to say, like, well, I was told I was coming to a fully renovated home. And my personal description of fully renovated means this, this, and this is done. Yeah. Like Jer says, the tub is done. Somebody else might disagree, but the person who wants the tub done is like, well, it isn't. So, like, what have you guys sold me here? You know, and this is the original trim, you know, yeah. door trim. I expected all new door trim when you said fully renovated. I, I had one earlier this year, which we advertised as massively renovated. And it was a beautiful renovation. Like, I love what these guys did. They didn't replace uh, the uh, outlet covers. They were the original outlet covers. And I had a buyer lose their mind (laughs) in the showing with, I was told that this place had been renovated and those are original. I'm like, did you just walk around looking for because you know, like they moved walls. <laughs> like they they did every single room had beautiful beautiful work done. And I mean, afterwards I called them and I'm like, "Hey, you know, you might want to buy some $5 covers and switch those out." <laughs> Is it the, the covers or the actual like plugs themselves? No, it was just the covers that they were upset about. It was like the newer style like Decora kind of. I think they were just faded. Oh. And like, yeah, weird. So anyway, but people do get picky about this stuff. I had a condo years ago that I, I had listed and it's primary exposure. We've got two different sort of ways you can describe things on MLS. Like you said, when you read it, you don't read the description, Jeff, right? You right. read the stats. Yeah. And one of the sort of data entry stats is exposure. Which way is it pointing? Right. And it's pointing east. But in my description, I said, it's got a really nice southeast view of the river. Yeah. Because you can't stand on your balcony and look directly east to see the river. Mm-hmm. You have to turn 45 degrees to the southeast. Yeah. And now you've got a view of the river. And if you're sitting in your living room, you can enjoy it and all the rest of it. It's there. And I had somebody come in there and start dissecting that <laughs> and saying to me, you know, this, this is facing east. And this description right here says it's a southeast view of the river. 
They said, so what, what way is this pointing? And I said, well, the balcony is facing east. Oh, because it says right here in this description, it's southeast. This yeah. is southeast exposure. And I was like, well, no. And I explained to them what I just explained to you. And he said, well, no, Matt, I, I'm reading it right here. Do you see right here? It says southeast exposure. And I said, I wrote that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that's where there's this huge issue sometimes. These people think the description somehow gives them like a legal right. Yeah. To whatever is in the description. Right. And that's a bit of a dangerous one too. It's like, well, no, the description is there to invite you to the home. Yeah. Now, what's the legal ramification of this if the description said um, a specific type of appliance or a specific type of cabinets? What if the description said it's, it's, it's solid maple cabinets? And then you find out later on that they have a veneer cover to them. I, like, I think there's some liability. For sure there is, yeah. yeah. I, I, I haven't had that specific scenario come up. But I remember very clearly uh, when I first got into a bu- the business, a home that was advertised as having two parking spots, uh, limited common property. And it turned out that they had common property, two parking spots. And for our listeners, limited common property gives them exclusive use. And the sort of uh, too long didn't read version of common property is strata can change your spot. It, you don't have exclusive right. You're guaranteed two spots, but they can move it around. The buyer sold, sued the realtor and did win. So we, description matters. Yeah, yeah, we. I mean, we see we <laughs> yeah. see that it can be it can be a problem that happens with with type of flooring because you'll have people who say hardwood, um, and then their right. understanding. And what does of that hard, mean? Their yeah. understanding of like my understanding of hardwood is a solid piece of hardwood. Um, we get it. <laughs> Thanks for that, chair. <laughs> well, there's there's the lofts. They they're softwood. It's yeah, it's fur, Douglas fir. Fir, fir. It's is not hardwood. Yep. You get people, everybody, everybody describes it as hardwood. You get people yeah. saying the engineered floating. Because people are gonna freak style. out if you put softwood. <laughs> you get people that that put that it's hardwood and it's actually like a floating floor, click floor yeah. with with the veneer of, of hardwood. Totally. Um, we get we get and that would be a problem if I bought if I didn't know and I bought a house that said it had like engineered hardwood oak whatever the top layer is. And we, it's just a really nice laminate. I mean, there's, I'm paying a premium for, yeah, you paid this, for something and it's not as good product. Got. So yeah, um, for sure. I would think there'd be some liability there. I saw this question came up around this vein of, you know, I was told one thing and then I saw something else and they said, so I, I read in the description, it said fully fenced yard. And then I arrived at the is home, that word fully, fully. <laughs> and I get there and it's not. And it's not fully fenced, so um, you know what's the the seller's responsibility here, or or whatever it is. And they're trying to to build sort of some sort of lawsuit or claim or whatever it is. But the response back was, well, when you got there and walked around the yard, yeah, was it fully fenced? Yeah. And and the answer is no. So if you were to f- physically go there and see it, and it wasn't fully fenced, you were sold one thing in the description. You arrived there and saw it and knew that it wasn't. Yeah. And you still chose to buy the house. Yeah, I mean, there there is a level of buyer beware that courts are going to apply to situations like this. See, I don't think we should be talking about a court in that situation. It doesn't yeah. make it to court. It's you went to the house and sure. you saw it didn't have four sides fenced. You said but the it, rooms if were- it ever did, right? Like, a buyer is expected to do some due diligence. They're expected to walk around the property and look at it. Something like limited common property versus common property, a buyer can't see that with their own eyes. Yes. Jer's example of hardwood, engineered hardwood, laminate, you know, the laminate's get getting really good now. It is perfectly reasonable for a, a buyer to say, I was told it was engineered hardwood. It looked like engineered hardwood to me. How do I know? Like, 
that level of sophistication. Whereas there wasn't as much fence as I was told. Well, you did walk around the yard, right? (laughs) And that's actually what sparked this whole topic for me to bring here. I I saw that question and I thought it was just hilarious that a realtor is asking like, so what are my, what are my rights here as the buyer's representative that I was told there was fully fenced and I got there and it wasn't right. And every response was, well, you got there and it wasn't fenced. Like, yeah. You know what you're buying now. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if, if you discover it before you buy it... Yeah. Cool your jets, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's a funny one. But, uh, but I guess maybe the claim was like, well, if the, if the listing description said fully fenced, does that mean I can just write in my offer, seller will fully fence yard before completion? I mean, you could, but... You have to write it in your offer, and now yeah. it's a, it's yeah. a negotiation it's just like everything else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if that's important to you and you don't want to deal with it, then sure, do that. Or just yeah. negotiate based on, I'm going to offer you less money for your house because yeah. it does not have all of the fence. Uh, is there any code to like bright and spacious, do you guys think? Is that just like maybe couldn't find anything nice to say or couldn't? It's just... Well, it, it probably needs to be facing a direction where it gets a lot of sun. I, I'm upset if, you know... It's, it's dark mid afternoon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it's it is a very concise way of saying if if a home has if it feels large, it feels expansive, whatever it is, bright and spacious is, light, a, big, is a quick okay. and concise way of getting that message across. I think if it's accurate, it's fair. What about yeah. well managed building? Talking about stratus, it better be. Better be. <laughs> what's, what's the context for it? Is well, that's there, the problem. It's is pretty I, subjective. I've right? seen well managed in a lot of poorly managed buildings. I read well managed building on a listing in New West yesterday that I know is not well managed. That is so subjective. That that's BS salesmanship yeah, right there. That's puffery. <laughs> so just completely ignore that statement. I take very little stock in in a, a, a description's opinion of a strata. I, I want facts. How old is the roof? How old is the plumbing? I mean, we do. We put it because we think if it's buildings, it's it's only if it's warranted. Yeah, it's a signal, but still, you have to read the strata documents. I think I was, I might have told both of you this already, but I was dealing with a listing last week where some scary stuff was in the strata docs. And stuff that, in my opinion, was probably being handled, but we just wanted a paper trail on what was going on. And I asked for that from the other agent, and the response back was, I know this building is great. End of response. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm glad the listing agent likes it, but can I hear from somebody from Strata? (laughs) Like, I sent it to you because Strata's not going to talk to me. I need you to... Your responsibility you is to be the conduit, <laughs> yeah. not yeah. the opinion <laughs> decider. And then I know I told Matt this, but I don't think I told Jerry yet. I got nothing all weekend, and our subject removal was Tuesday. So I sent him another email on Monday just being like, hey, I get it. It's hard to get responses. Just so you know, if we don't hear back, we're not um, we're not going to remove subjects. Mm. And uh, then I was sitting with Matt and got three calls from the guy at lunch. Oh, I was there. <laughs> yeah. I was there. yeah. yeah I saw. <laughs> and I'm like... I'm going to answer him after lunch. He made me wait, wait all weekend. <laughs> like, yeah, it's got to be difficult like that. But I think, I think statements on the house, yeah. the, the strata, that stuff people should be really careful about. That does, I think sellers should probably read their descriptions carefully because that sets them up for liability risk. Yeah. Right. That's a good, good point. Yeah. Right. So if you're, if your agent is overstating things, you should be careful about that. You're like, well, my agent decided to write it. So that's on them. But if you know that it's not factual, you could be in trouble. 
I do think well managed is so subjective that I don't think yeah. they'd well not that, but I'm saying yeah. when they when they state like, well, plumbing was replaced. Yeah. And we've talked about this before, yeah. like plumbing to what extent? Yeah. We yeah. talked about that on our I think our Strata one oh one episode. Yeah. Or if it says two cars and there's one car. Or if it's like a seller can be liable for that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. but I think that's where when you're reading it as a consumer, you want to look for things that are a little more stated in fact. Plumbing was done in 2010 roof was replaced this year what about when you see like a detached house this is where i think it gets funny and fluffy because we deal with a lot of old houses in new west yeah the the scale of old to new Mm -hmm. some a component that's 30 years old can in a sense almost be considered new because Mm -hmm. the comparable component was 100 years old yeah updated in the 80s and nobody nobody would think that that's updated so updated plumbing updated electrical the word updated to me is very different than new right i think that's good code yeah i think i think yeah updated and when we're, when we're dealing with some of the heritage houses that we have here in new west um updated could be good i mean you could update it to an inferior product potentially too if you're we've got this new poly b pipe <laughs> in the 80s and i'm updating all my plumbing in the whole place i feel like the answer i'm going to take it right back to the beginning of the discussion and say don't really read the descriptions <laughs> <laughs> like they're a starting point. Like, okay, updates. And then the, the real note there isn't, oh, yay, they updated it. It's, I need to find out what was updated. I need to find out when it was updated, what they used to update it. Like, these are, these are starting points of investigation. Yeah, so I think what we know is we know that. So yes. the consumer should know when you're reading it, don't get too excited. I found this old heritage right. house. I'm super excited yeah. about it. It says updated drain tile, updated windows, updated electrical, yeah. updated plumbing. Did don't, they update all the drain tile? And yeah, and what upsets <laughs> yeah. me is when people walk in and then expect that all of it is 100% new and modern. So right. your expectations need to start from just a little bit of a lower level. Start at zero and then And then go in and say, so tell, <laughs> yeah. can I, I see the house first. Do I yeah. like the house? Do I like the floor plan? Does it work for my family? Now start asking the questions. That's a really good point too. I always get so, I laugh so much because you sometimes get these, and it's more realtors than um, buyers. Sometimes you get realtors who are doing so much investigation before they've even seen the home and then they show the home and they're, People don't like it. <laughs> and you're like, like yeah. cool, cool your jets a bit. Yeah, 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 like step one. Do we, they? I mean, I'd love to provide them with as much information as possible, but sometimes these people just go yeah. over. We just had a showing request the other day when asking about like how much is in the CRF and things like that, and it's like, did sorry, has your person been through this property? Like these are yeah. like next level questions. My show the property, they like it. I've never not shown a place because I felt that like their CRF wasn't strong enough. Like oh, they just repiped the building and took some out. That's why. Like there's so many different reasons why. Yeah, and and it's subjective as well. But it was, it was strange. Yeah. Um, you meant made a, an interesting point about like seller liability. We all know that if a lawyer's misrepresenting or if a, a realtor's misrepresenting a property, then sellers can be liable. But we've talked about this too before, but like dens calling dens second bedrooms, things like that. Yeah. Like something to be careful for. Um, if you're in cahoots with that, then that's fine. If there, maybe if there's no bylaws restricting occupancy, it's fine. Yeah. I think, I think where you would get in trouble with that stuff is, is occupancy bylaws, which we spent a bunch of time. I have no idea what episode that was. It was only we, a few episodes ago. It was a question of the week. So yeah. it's, it's snuck in there somewhere in the last yeah. three episodes, but same thing applies to a detached house. If the description says something about a suite, 
Yeah. Right? And you're given the impression you can rent this suite out. And different municipalities have different language around authorized, like yeah. New West grandfather yeah. suites that don't have to have a permit, but they're still allowed. So, right. One yeah, code, there's a difference between unauthorized and illegal. So one, <laughs> one, yeah. one code is in-law. That could mean that... Ooh, yeah, that's a good point. In-law suite... I can't call this a legal suite, unregistered yeah. suite, uh, licensed suite. So I can kind of say city doesn't know about it. We put it in. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, that's my disclaimer as a realtor saying, don't rent this out to the general public. You can put a family member down here and that's okay. That's yeah. right. That's a really good realtor code. Okay. Yeah. In-law suite means you, you could potentially do a lot more with it, but we're not going to advertise for that sure. You can rent it to the public. Um, there's full legal suites. But usually if someone's been done like a new house or a retrofit and they've done everything properly and it, it checks enough boxes that it can be called that, um, they're usually the realtor is going to have that stated on there. Oh, they're going to advertise <laughs> like crazy if, if they've got all it, the... It's when the suite wasn't authorized and the agent is trying to tell you yeah. that there's potential to rent. Yeah. You know. Uh, another code, I mean, we do this when we're searching. I think we've talked about this again in searching episode, but um, like the two kitchen it's an easy way to kind of stealthily sort of look for... Check for suites. Yeah. For, for suites that could, could fit for your needs. Um, the builder, I like that we get this with new houses all the time. Um, builder built this for himself, for his family. <laughs> like you're going to assume that this was just built to a... He can build okay, but he's built this extra good yeah. for himself. So he could live in it for a year and then move and say... <laughs> But usually you'll you'll hear those kind of words that that this was built for himself and that's one that just red you get flag, that with yeah. Renos too, right? Like a a lot of times, and I'll I'll do this too. Maybe not in the description, but if somebody actually renovated a home for themselves, like if it's beautifully renovated, but they're selling it now, like they didn't renovate for the sale. Yeah, it wasn't were, a flip. Yeah. I try to tell people if that's the case because it yeah. does tend to be a higher quality. It's just human nature. You're doing it for yourself. You're going to do it to a higher standard. Yeah, you can tell because they didn't just paint the cabinets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're really sore about something over there. Jer, I, I, Jer needs a new kitchen. Jer needs a new kitchen. <laughs> I think Jer, more than any agent I have ever spoken to, hates lipstick. Yeah. Except on Friday nights. He, oh, I was going <laughs> to. I went there. You got there that before I Sam. did. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard somebody comment so much on lipstick renos. Yeah, oh, because just, we just see, we just see the hackery that's out there, right? And and people yeah. and a lot of these. I mean, when I bought my place, that was lipstick. It's like you're doing renovations. You're you're putting new flooring down in a bathroom and a new toilet. So you've removed the toilet and you've put that on top of fully rotting wood and and things like that. And that's what like some of these flippers do. Not all of them, but it it happens, right? So. Um, did you have anything else for houses? I had some kind of like unfinished area if there's extra square footage, if that could, is it crawl? Is it potentially not like dealing with ceiling heights, things like that? That's something that definitely needs to be sort of looked into, I guess. Yeah. But I've exhausted all the ideas I had. Got through your checklist? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there was a lot there, which hopefully was helpful to the listeners. Yeah, definitely. I think we've shed some light on it. Yeah. I mean, these are our opinions. If listeners are hearing things where they see some code and they want us to laugh at it, make fun of it, or explain it, yeah, you know, send that into us, and we'll, we'll yeah, we'll dig in and follow up next episode or whenever you hear this, you can ask us again in months. I don't care. Yeah, it's you, always fun making fun of listing descriptions. Totally. <laughs> yeah, we we shot a, a video. We did a, a video collaboration, yeah, the collab. three of us, because we don't spend enough time together already, <laughs> of uh, going through listing photos, which I think is going to be up on both uh, 
the New West Guys YouTube channel and my YouTube channel. So yeah, we're bonus um, material there. Yeah, so that's kind of the same thing, but with pictures. <laughs> do we have a guest next week? We do. That's good. Yeah, we have uh, Chris Dupuy is coming on, and we're going to be talking about uh, all things uh, notaries. Notoriety. Yeah. Jeff, you're going to do question of the week? Yes, sir. Check out the big brain on bread. How's it working out for you? What? Being clever. Who knows where thoughts come from? They just appear. You're listening to Multiple Offers, a real estate show. So a realtor was asking this in a private realtor Facebook group, and I thought it was worth talking about. So you get to a property, and you know how the condo signboards get stacked with signs. So let's say the signs are going all the way down to the bottom. Right to the ground. Nice. Yeah. What is the proper etiquette for placing your sign? When is it okay to remove other people's signs? What do you do? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't let me read that, uh, that article. Yeah. Yeah, Jer, right before we recorded the show, Jer found the same thing I was looking at. I was like, hey, what's this? And I'm like, no, don't read it. <laughs> so... Um, First thing you do is usually, the, well, the strategist ends up saying, no more sign. This is ridiculous because it makes a building look horrible. There's you ruined that it many. for everybody. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, most don't have a post anymore because of that. Of that. A that, lot are going the, that the way. The irresponsibility that just, where the people just leave them hanging around. and You get guys ground. that are selling real estate all over the lower mainland. Once that place is sold, they might not even go back and put a sold sticker. So yeah. I might go, usually if I'm just, if I got a new listing there, I know what's available. If So if I see guys, places that have sold and they haven't put a sticker and maybe it's sold like a month ago, their sign's going in the garden or whatever. It's I'm not going to throw okay. it out, but it goes, it just. You're yeah. clipping it. I'm, I'm clipping clip, it. I'm okay. clipping I'm that one. It. I'm yeah. already, I got the zap straps out. I got my, uh, my Leatherman out. I'm making, we're trimming that sign down. So yeah. you, you trim the fat. Um, if you're not on MLS, you're coming off the post. Now you could go in first position, which is the top. So let, let's, let's get to that in, in a second. Okay. But before we move off of, let's say all of the signs go down to the ground and they are all active listings. Now what do you do? I, I don't even put a sign up. No I, sign I up from not, Jer? I might not even put a sign because you're not, you're not helping your listing by putting your sign there. Matt, do you agree? <sighs> I mean, if there's room for one more, I want one more. But really, yeah, if we're draped to the ground and they're really all active listings, that's just a mess. Like, yeah. All right. How I, that I had that happen once on, um, it was in Discovery Reach because there's four well, different that, buildings in Discovery yeah. Reach, but there's only one post. So, and that hedge gets in the way. That Fuck, hedge yeah. gets in the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Well, four four listings out of four and four buildings, not a lot. Yeah, but yeah, and some and some signs are all different sizes too. If I see an oversized sign, I'm just cut. that one's so, getting cut. <laughs> you're getting cut. If I'm glad you brought that up, if there's not enough room. And one person's using an oversized sign, I will cut their sign <laughs> and put mine in their place because, you know, pigs get fat and hogs get slaughtered. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I will say that there, there's no straight protocol and like, should yours go to the top or should you go to the bottom? I, I know back in the day, there was a very specific protocol to that. Okay. So yeah, let's, before we get into that, yeah. tell me, are you, so there, let's say there's only two signs, there's room for yours. Are you going top or bottom? <laughs> I don't have it actually I, it's on a case by case situation it depends on how okay. old and tattered those signs look if I feel mine's going to hang comfortably yeah I do actually think of the physics of it yeah um, we got big heavy signs yeah we like use big. aluminum signs not the chloroplast yeah. ones that flap in the wind oh um, okay so they they kind of they pull everything down and keep it hanging straight 
So sometimes I'll actually put mine at the bottom as an actual like paperweight to right, keep sure. everything looking sharp. Yeah. Oh, your cheap little flippy flabby signs. Okay. Um, I think that going the top can indicate that you're the oldest listing in the building. Just hmm. chronologically. Right. I that was told a- by one of the veteran realtors that it's supposed to go to the bottom, but historically I was always putting mine at the top because chronological was kind of where my brain went, like well, Jer said. And the old school realtors massively disagree. In this Facebook thread, <laughs> like there were people, like the biggest dividing line was people being hardcore, like newest listing goes at the top. That's the rule. And other people being like, no, no, no. Newest listing I was there first. goes at the bottom. <laughs> and if everyone adhered to that and followed that rule of at the top, like you're in the queue, yeah. you're on the ground because you didn't do your job. Yeah. I, I like that. I would say that, and I, I haven't really given this all that much thought because we never put <laughs> signs up anymore because there's no more posts because of this crap. Yeah. <laughs> I like the... Yeah, this is all pretty ridiculous. You're, you're running out of time here. Your, list, yeah. your sign's getting closer to the bottom. It's like Tetris. You're, you're done. <laughs> what if I take my listing off the market and put it back on the market? Can I move no, it to no the way. top? No way. With your $5,000 price reduction. Uh. Absolutely not. It's a funny question. There's no right or wrong answer, actually. And that's why these message threads are hilarious. Because these people have, like, specific, it must be done this way opinions. Yeah. And they're just straight up, like, they're not, it's not the rule. There's no hard and fast rule. So do what feels appropriate. Uh, And uh, there's so few signs anyway. And I don't even know if the sellers care all that much. It's for us to try to get some attention and prominence, right? Yeah. So it's totally selfish. Okay, that was an interesting question. Maybe a little, little inside baseball there for the listeners. Hopefully that wasn't uh, too inside, but it's the funny things we consider when we yeah. go out there doing our bits marketing. <laughs> We're always trying to do what's best for us, what's best for our sellers, and then there's sort of this overall image of the real estate industry, and we're balancing all of it. But at the end of the day, we never want to uh, take away from the sellers, right? That's the first and foremost thing that we're trying to do, right? Uh, so that's um, a little more realtor code. Yeah. Uh, so who knows? You want more realtor code? Ask us for some of that, and we'll create some new uh, topics, talking points around realtor code, getting inside the biz. We talked about who's coming up next week. Yep, Chris is coming up next week. And if you want to respond to anything we've talked about today, the two best ways to get a hold of us are either at mo real estate show on Instagram. Or feedback at morealestateshow.com if you want to send us an email. Uh, If you've been listening to us and you're enjoying it, please think about leaving us a five-star review. If you want to get a hold of Matt or Jer, they can be found at thenewwestguys.com. And if you want to get a hold of me, Jeff, I am at realestatenewwest.com. Thanks, guys. So I got hit with how long you've been in the business yesterday. Again. Again. Oh, man. And is this this realtor. Old guy or young guy or person? Older guy. Okay. And I think I I didn't in the moment, but I think I have a new answer for how I'm going to deal with that. Um, Because, you know, I had to listen to a long talk about how long. And even when I told him, I'm like, well, you know, I started in 2006. So I've been doing this for like 13 years. And he's like, okay, well, I've been doing it for 30. And here's blah, 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 blah. Even if you said 22, you're not cool enough. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't (laughs) matter. Um, And it's always a power move, right? Like I was saying something he didn't like. And he felt the need to. Well, it's invalid now because you weren't selling real estate in 1990. So my new move 
whenever anybody asks me how long have you been in the business, is I'm going to look them dead in the eyes and say, since 1981. <laughs> and I'm just going to try and hold a straight face <laughs> while they kind of do the math and are like, what? <laughs> and I'm not going to explain anything. There's going to be no... No, like, oh, well, actually, I've been helping my dad out since I was born, so, but I, just, like... I've been negotiating since yeah. I was in diapers. But just just casually, like, oh, 1981. 81. Yeah, I started in 81. Yeah, and just let that sit. Because <laughs> I feel like there's nowhere sane that can go from there. Like, what? what is it? Like, let's just treat this ridiculous status attack <laughs> with a ridiculous <laughs> status answer. <laughs> No fun way to deal with that. Oh, it makes me so mad. Well, and you know that your conversation is just over at that point. You're yeah. like, oh, okay. All right. You want to be in charge. You're the only person who knows how to do real estate correctly. Yeah. This is how we're going to do it from now on. Totally. You disagree with what I've just said. And it is the only way it could be right is if I had been in the business 32 years instead of your 31. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Age is the determining factor. 